0: Well, there it goes. Everybody look up and watch out. It's Keep Up with Osamalo and Still Been saved. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the, with the rest of the Keep Up crew. I'm here with my comrades and cohorts. I got Osamalo. I got Harry Pokemon Stoner. I got Thundercat.TTV on Twitch, John of all trades. And I got Neil NP Computech. Comp tech, actually. I keep putting Compu and all that shit, whatever. El <laughs> Tribo, go listen to his fucking music on SoundCloud, and now let's get into some motherfucking topics. That was legitness. What the fuck happened? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so Twitter got hacked, and so did Obama, so did Joe Biden, so did a bunch of politicians, bunch of Bitcoin got in their fucking DMs and shit like that. It's better than frickin' Stormy Daniels. That's, that's a Bitcoin, a Tickcoin, actually. But um, so the Twitter hack—that's important because the election cycle is about to happen. Russia has been caught with a bunch of hacking again. Uh, they've been caught with the the uh, the Taliban exchange that we talked about a few weeks ago. So a bunch of that stuff is about to ramp up. A bunch of misinformation, Facebook, all those type of things. So it's very important. So even though, so we got to keep an eye on that. We don't have to talk about it too long, but we should definitely keep an eye on that. North Carolina went through uh, reparations. Um, Oscar, let us know about that.
1: So this is um, actually an extraordinary city that I I was actually able, very fortunate to visit and take a family vacation back in 2018 with my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law and his girlfriend. And it was, it was a great time. Um, It was, we, I was actually very surprised because this is North Carolina and I thought this was going to be more of a, you know, a Republican city. It actually was totally the opposite of that. They really are very democratic and very, they actually fucking hate Trump. And I didn't expect that. And, on July 14th, um, they finally decided to give back, you know, reparations for black residents. That's right. and, and that's incredible. Uh, you know, this this was a 7-0 vote on the night of July 14th. And I'll just give you guys a, a brief quote from that night. It, it was basically, they said, hundreds of years of black blood spilled that basically fills a cup that we drink from today, said Council, Councilman Keith Young. One of the uh, two African American members of the body, and I met the measure chief proponent. So, this is incredible, you know. The, um, this is something that I probably never thought I'd see in my lifetime, Vince, you know. And, and hey, you know, it things are changing. Um, we got the Redskins to drop that name, so that's right. Big different. up to that, big up to that. Indians are about to change their name, too. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's good to see for this city. It's good that one one city has to start it so the rest of the country can hopefully follow up and continue what's going on with the change. You're
0: right. And in another city, I forgot what it was, uh, re- replaced a, stra- a slave trader with a uh, BLM movement uh, leader. So big shout-out to them. Shout-out to the Blackhawks who haven't changed their name yet. Shout-out to Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben that are – very reluctant to change their name. The Florida Seminoles, Native Americans are not mascots. Even the Cowboys, Cowboys actually originated as African Americans. Those were the first cowboys. And so with cowboys and Indians, you don't think that's a coincidence. You don't think Jerry Jones is over there like as a you know seventy Sam, going yes, I get to kill the red men and shit like that. As a matter of fact. Uh, breaking news is uh, maybe like only an hour before we started recording. Uh, Dan Snyder is actually embroiled in a sexual assault scandal. Oh, from yeah. At least 15 employees from uh, from the Redskins. As a matter of fact, those minority owners, just like uh, Fred Smith that owns FedEx, I think they knew about this before. So that's why they wanted to sell their stakes. So not only are the majority owners who help. Uh, Dan Snyder, with his 60% share of the team, they want to leave, and they've wanted to leave for some time. As a matter of fact, like I said, through that probe, that was one of the reasons why they wanted to leave, not just because of the racist-ass name that we all know about. So, quick history, um, since you knew, since you mentioned the North Carolina reparations, um, for those that don't know, reparations for slavery, that was... A political justice concept that argues that reparations should be paid to the descendants of slaves. Currently, the call for reparations is made on behalf of descendants. That would be me. That would even be, well, maybe not Oscar, but he is brown. You are African descent, but just not American African descent. Um, Who were enslaved and then trafficked to the Americas as consequences of the Atlantic slave trade. That is the most unique slave trade. That is the one that got us with the cotton picking and shit like that. Everything else, other slave trades, were not as big as this migration. Then we have the most notable demands of reparations um, have been made in the United Kingdom and the United States. So we have not received those. The 40 acres and a mule, North Carolina made steps to make that happen. Shout out to them. So then we have... Oh, also, one quick shout-out, and then Oscar has a shout-out as well. We have Black Hour Story. That is Marquise Bynum of DePaul University. He lives down in Texas now, I believe, Florida, but he is from Texas. He is part of the military. Shout-out to him for that, for his service. He is the man. He has now almost 40,000 followers on his Black Hour Story. It is a niche freaking um, podcast as well that teaches about black history that we haven't known, that we haven't like discovered, that we haven't unearthed, that our schools failed to give us. So shout out to that page. And what's your shout out, Oscar?
1: Um, so now we have Alex Smith, who's um, created the TRS Knights Nation on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure a that lot is. of us have followed it. Um, one of the great things about this page is that Alex has posted many pictures of us when we were kids, when we were all through high school. So that's always great to see, you know, it's a... Well, hopefully i not a genitalia. That sounded a little <laughs> gross. Posted up once to kids over... I mean, talk about asking. Come on, man. When <laughs> we joking. were young teenagers. We so, were too <laughs> Yes. So Alex is the athletic... Di- he's been athletic director for 13 years for multiple right. sports. He runs his AAU team, um, QB ballers. Um, he also has uh, church, a church CYO team. And he is a middle school coach for basketball, and you know this is great. We've seen his work. Um, just a quick personal story: when I was in uh, on the basketball team, you know, I wasn't getting a lot of playing time, and I was really frustrated because I was trying my hardest. Felt like I should have got more playing time than others. But in the end, I, when I wanted to quit initially, the first year in 11th grade, Alex told me, "Don't worry, Oscar, keep working hard, and you're and you're gonna get some playing time." And I stuck through for that first year. You guys all know I quit as a senior. Alex really inspired me to keep on you know don't quit and keep going and it was just something that I always remember you know when I whenever I I think about quitting a certain thing and it's something that we should all remember so great shout out to you Alex nice and
0: shout out to Alex uh for not getting Oscar to quit sooner he would have helped us with some <laughs> more games if he would have did that so no <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome so, tell us, uh, oh, and shout out to uh, Michael Williams. We talked about him last week, too. He works in AAU. I actually used to work for his competition at the Gauchos. I didn't work for the Gauchos, but I worked for New Heights, and they were AAU program as well, AAU program. I don't know what it stands for. I forgot what it stands for. I actually used to play in the circuit myself for a little while. <laughs> um, But I forgot what it stands for, but it's basically like a semi-pro for middle school, high school youth to get into College sports and to get into the NBA It's basically like a fast track A lot of it originated in Atlanta and Orlando And now of course we have uh, Many of them across the United States So let's move on What the fuck did I hear What the fuck did I hear What the fuck What the fuck And uh let's talk about the Stallion Getting shot in the motherfucking foot Like Della Reese in Harlem Knights,
1: Goddamn so you know, we this is this is crazy, and you know we've had so many people die recently. XX Sensación and everything that we've seen, where people have gotten shot with drive-by. I love how you put the Latin accent on that.
0: It's hilarious. it's I that is that. how he pronounces it. But like, it's it's so funny. I just can't believe that. it. Hey, believe pronounced. me, when
1: I first saw that name, I was like. Is this supposed to be in Spanish? And then when I saw it, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, it's it's Spanish. So I and I couldn't believe it because you know he he's not Spanish, obviously. So it's pretty cool right. that he did name himself that. So you know, cool. just like rest in peace for him. Um, we got some crazy news that you know Meg Thee Stallion is in an SUV with Tory Lanez after they were in a Hollywood Hills party, and she her and her friend Kelsey Nicole they wanted out the vehicle and. Things, you know, went completely out of left field where they got out of the car and supposedly Tori Lane pulls out a gun and shoots her in the foot. And you don't know what's going on between these two, but it could have ended up a lot worse than it did, you know. She went to the hospital. Um, she, she recovered, obviously. she She was really lucky to get shot in the foot. I mean, we've seen so many other rappers who have passed away just with something so crazy like this. So you know, it's she actually put, went on um, Instagram and she v- was very grateful for still being alive. So we've seen this too many times, Vince. So I'm just I hope they can get things together and work work it out and move on.
0: Blame Canada, and uh, <laughs> and she had she had plenty enough time. Uh, so. I, obviously getting shot in the foot is bad, and like I said, Harlem Knights. shout out to uh Pasek of RCA, they also, you know, Delores, they they did the, the commemoration of that through the parody, um, very very legendary movie, you guys gotta go see that, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, great movie. But anyway, uh, Girls in the Hood is her new single, so she didn't, she had enough time to promote that while, you know, she has the hole in her foot like Jesus. <laughs> I don't want anybody to get shot in the foot, but I don't think her life was in danger. Uh Tori Lane is a dumbass, he plexical bursts, his own girlfriend. I if that even is his girlfriend, Quavo, you need to you have some things to answer to. There's some entanglement going on in fucking some limo out there. I love Meg Thee She's a savage. She'll be back. She'll have one less toe. <coughs> here we go.
1: How dare you? She's a nice lady.
0: What the fuck did I watch. Let's talk about some bad movies and I usually watch bad movies but I've been downloading some movies on my phone because they're so new so like a lot of people haven't been able to Review them before I do, so like you know I get there first. Uh, one of them was Irresistible, that is a John Stewart written and produced and directed by him. He should stick to TV because Irresistible was really bad. It was a waste of Steve Carell, and to be honest, Steve Carell wasn't even that good in it. He didn't even act right in it. The script was that bad that he couldn't even save it himself, and he's an amazing actor. Rose Byrne is from Bridesmaids. You've seen her. She's got the red hair. I believe I don't know if she's British or not. She's been in a few more. She is. There you go. She's been in a few Mark Wahlberg movies. She's great. She's fantastic. Um, she was good in it. She played like a... Um, so basically, they're Democratic and Republican operatives. And it was it was a rip-off of uh, Welcome to Mooseport with uh, Ray Romano and uh, Gene Hackman. It Basically, he was very embarrassed by losing in the Hillary Clinton election. So he goes to a remote area in, uh, I forgot, in... Uh, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, near Madison, Wisconsin. It's another type of mooseport town, and he goes to win this uh, this election with the mayor, and the mayor is actually from American Beauty. It's uh, Chris Cooper. It's the, uh, the the father of the uh, of the paper bag guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, here's this one was really bad. It was a basic, it was a political movie. Terrible. Avoid it, actually. It's not. Don't that waste good at your all. time. Don't waste your time. And as a matter of fact, another bad movie. Sorry, guys. The Assistant, starring Julie Gardner. She uh, she's also on Ozark. She's amazing on Ozark. She won an Emmy. She's fantastic. Ruth, the the fast cussing Ruth. Um, it's basically about an assistant in film, and it basically shows through these microaggressions of how they were abused, like they're not good. I, I've seen it myself, like assistants in the movie world and the TV film world. Mm-hmm. They're treated like garbage. So it shows that, but it wasn't interesting. They didn't make it very interesting at all. So avoid that. And uh, just really quick, ahead.
1: Vince, um, don't be fooled. You know, because the assistant, when I when I first heard about it, obviously we know her from Ozark, and it has a ninety two on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's it
0: was good acting by her. Yeah, but but that was it. But the script was terrible. There wasn't even a scene where she was, like, snitching on another girl mm-hmm. because she got a job because, like—and this is how it works in film, unfortunately. Yeah. But she was trying to, like, make it seem like it was a Harvey Weinstein situation because uh-huh. the girl was a waitress, and he hired her, like, pretty much on the spot. Mm-hmm. And that shit happens. I, it's I mean unless there was some foul play or like unless there was some dirty perverted things going on, yeah. Like the the, the HR was looking at her like what's going on like what what are you doing here? But anyway, so it was it was boring. You may like it, who knows? Kelly Preston, rest in peace. John Travolta's wife, amazing actress. She was in Jerry Maguire, one of my favorite movies of all time. As as a matter of fact, that is my favorite movie of all time. Um, she's a very beautiful woman. She the, her last movie that I did see her in was Gotti. Not that good, but it was a good rendition of John Gotti. There aren't that many movies that, you know, portray him. So that's the best so far, even though it's pretty bad. John Tolto yeah. played John Gotti. Uh, please tell us what happened. Um, we're on the anti-Semitism train. Uh, I And by the way, I apologize to the person we shouted out last week, Justin. I was a little too harsh with it, to be honest. We should be a little bit more sympathetic to anti-Semitism. It's not the same. I still don't think it's the same. But I, bigotry is bigotry. So uh, Abdul Jabbar just came out and said something too. He's not the one that inspired me. But again, if you want people to be united, you can't be divided. Mm-hmm. So let's. Uh, even though I feel like some people were trying to divide on that side, but I don't think that's the overall sentiment of Jews. Jews are always trying to be there for each other and for us and for the community. Let's do that. So please tell us how Nick Cannon had to re, had to had to be reprimanded himself too, just like Deshaun.
1: So you know this is this is crazy you know we all we're all, all under a microscope as we know um we all have our platforms but we all know who Nick Cannon is and we know what he's he has a bunch of show he has his own podcast he has he wild, I watched it actually as so a producer not, so oh <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> so now you know we all know him from wildin out all these um 2000 movies we grew up with that's right but you know you have to be careful with what you say and i feel like sometimes people go on their platforms and they don't they don't think about what they say. So he's a big or
0: they think, or they think too much about what they say. They yeah. think that's like too high of regard.
1: So he went on his podcast and you know and he, he dropped some really crazy conspiracy theories about true Hebrews and just hearing him speak, I heard this I heard this episode this morning, so we could talk about it and he sounds nuts, you know, and I and I get it. When once you start studying certain things, you fall into that trap where you, you're li- you're listening to something But you're not listening to yourself speak as you say certain things and you don't hear how crazy you sound. So when when I've heard what he's saying about these conspiracy theories about the true Hebrews and the melanin, uh, melatonin in the skin, it's just out of whack. So, you know, when somebody does something like this, you're going to lose your job. So what are the ramifications? So you're going to lose your fucking job. So Viacom, who has Walden out and they've been on it for the past 15 years, completely drops them. And, you know, I don't blame them. You can't have somebody on your platform who, even though his his show, to be honest, with I haven't seen Walden out in years. It still does very well, even though it's not on the
0: main yeah. MTV network. It, I think it's online or something like that. Yeah, it still does it, very it's
1: well. on Snapchat. You know, because it's quick, it's quick to it with all the disses and everything they do. It's a great show, and he and it was his own idea, and he quickly apologized for all this, Vince, which is great. You know, you have to know when you're wrong, you're wrong. That's obvious. But the one thing that he's asking for is he's asking Viacom now. For the show. Give me the rights to Wild Out. That's probably one of their bigger shows. That's not going to happen. happen. That's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> he should have got that from the. I didn't know he didn't own it. He I, he should have. He should have got that, but hey, he was young in the game when that happened, so I'm sure he didn't negotiate a great deal.
1: Yeah, so, so also really good. Yeah, and now, you know, um, obviously P. Diddy has his own uh, T- uh, Revolt TV. Oh, he's gonna get Nick Cannon? So he's asked yeah, he's actually already offered him a job, you know. Obviously he can't go and do a wild wild and out type That's okay. of show. That's but all right. and, you know, he can recreate something. But the good thing is he apologized for it. He knows he's wrong. He's actually said he's reached out to a bunch of rabbis so he can know what the hell he's talking about before he actually does anything else. And I'm pretty sure in his next podcast he'll be more in depth and he'll be more apologetic for what he said. Did his I don't think his podcast got dropped. No, of course not. It's you know, it's not. it's his own thing. So you just I gotta. On an independent network, yeah. Yeah. So just you know, be careful with what you put out there because you you know you don't want to offend anybody. And not in, not only that, you don't want to hate. Put hatred on top of something else that's already gone. We've already see, seen what's going on through this country with racism. You don't want to keep putting bigotry and hatred on another race. So you know, just think about what you say before you say it, and do your homework. Do your research. That's
0: all. Very I true. I thought, and I didn't even get to hear what he said. I thought he was like going, I thought maybe he was trying to talk about the black Israelites
1: mm-hmm. who
0: knows, but they're very, uh, they're very, very tr- trouble of uh, problematic themselves. So even if you're sourcing that, but I already, I don't take what Nick Cannon says seriously. Anyway, he like reveres, uh, Dr. Sebi and I'm not saying Dr. Sebi is like a, an evil person, Yeah. but, um, that guy got a lot of people sick and I know, like, I know he won that big court case to keep him out of jail. But that was just to keep him out of jail. It didn't mean that his science was right to heal people. He was, he was pretty much like a cultist. So mm-hmm. anyway, fuck Nick Cannon. Um, but, but I'm glad that you got a second chance. No, seriously, I, I, I like Nick Cannon overall. Oh, I, I definitely it. did. I definitely think he deserved to get dropped. But do I think that like he deserves never to have a job ever again? No. So no. good for Diddy trying to step in there. I hope he learned his lesson. MTV is a better platform than the Revolt, so it's not yep. like he won in that situation. Exactly. Let's talk about Underwater real quick. Underwater, starring uh, Kristen Stewart. She, uh, I liked it. It was a comp- It was a big ripoff of Aliens and Deep Blue Sea and all those type of '90s movies. It, that, but that's why I liked it because it kind of brought me back to that. I'm not very nostalgic. I like to see new things. I like to see new genres. But if they do reach introduce something and they do like make you know make a baby out of something like mm-hmm. out of like two genres, I appreciate that too. The special effects were amazing. Very expensive movie. That's why I felt bad that like it wasn't in movie theaters. It probably would have been done more justice. Was the script amazing? No. It, again, it was a big rip off of other movies. Oscar saw it too. Tell us what you think before we talk about Chucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so just really quick. Um, you know, this movie. tell it, it, us about Chucky so we can move on. It was action paced I, I did love the graphics. They were incredible. I just felt like it was a rip off of Aliens meets Deep Blue Sea. And, you know, we, we got the destruction right away. It is a great movie for popcorn. Hey, if you know, if you want to see something to get your suspense, if you're claustrophobic, you might not like this movie. Get you in those. My grandmother she said that actually
0: my grandma was like my claustrophobia is going out the roof with this.
1: Yeah, there was times where I was watching this movie and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't make it through there. I gained some weight. Yeah, even
0: the part where she was in the in the suit, it was like very Sigourney Weaver esque and shit like that. So yeah, I get so, you.
1: you know, so tell us about
0: Chucky. Tell us about Chucky before we move on.
1: Okay, so you know, we had a Chucky remake in 2019. I really wasn't a big fan. I love the original. I I, 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 the... I don't like you trying to uh, technology um put technology in Chucky and making control a bunch of fucking apps. No, don't do this to Chucky. So Don Mancini, the original writer and director of One and Two, um, has been working on a project with Sci-Fi and USA. And now he released his first teaser trailer that is about a minute where you get the original Chucky back to where he was, which is animatronics, not CGI. And, you know, and hopefully I'm looking forward for them to dive back into that world of the original Charles Lee Ray, um, the killer, you know, that went into his into the little doll. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, you know me, Vince, I've been huge on Chucky since I was fucking five years old. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Shout out to uh, Oscar and my
1: brother for, you know, holding down the showers
0: whenever we were watching those movies. <laughs> you know, Harry doesn't know this, uh, but uh, Thomas, I used to make him sit on the toilet when I would take a shower when I was really younger. Like, I think, like, maybe, like, nine or something like that. And he would do it, too. I'd be like, Thomas, sit on the toilet while I take a shower so Chucky doesn't come in and stab me. And at that, at that age, he was totally all about it. He was like,
1: yeah, sure, but. And see, the funny thing that you say that is when I was when we first saw that movie, I had just um, I had just arrived in this country as a five year old. The night afterwards, my sisters would wake me up for the next two months, Karina and Bessie, and they would legit make me stand outside the bathroom while they were, you know, they were peeing. And so that all, you know, was like something that I grew up with, scared. Like, okay, I'm scared of it. Now they're scared of it. And that's another thing I struggled with. When I I, I had um, problems eating when I was a little kid, you know, whatever my mom made, whenever I wasn't eating, right, she would leave me in the kitchen by myself and say, y- if you don't finish that up, you're going to stay here, and Chuck is going to fucking come and get you.
0: Oh, my God. That is, that is parenting 101. <laughs> I love that.
1: Damn, son, where'd you find this?
0: What the fuck did I play? And I played, I played a little bit, uh, Securo, and I have not played the Ghost of Tsushima, which is about to release in about three hours. Wow. So, and yeah, we're recording early this week. Um, that doesn't affect anything on the schedule for you guys, but you know, Oscar's going on vacation. He deserves that. He's gonna have a nice uh, weekend upstate. That's pr- oh yeah. Then we get to we get to bring in where the fuck did I go back a little bit. You can even touch on that next week. So, uh, Sekiro that came out a few months ago, a very great game. It is a pretty much a Shinobi type game, and another like uh, a Shinobi warrior. Uh, It takes place, I believe, in the 15th century. Um, Very fantastic. Very uh, like you know, there's monsters and serpents and stuff like that, and a lot of incognito stealth skills, a lot of uh, grappling like uh, Assassin's Creed. It's a beautiful game. Great game, very hard, one of the hardest games you'll ever play in your life. You will probably throw the controller, it's that bad. But uh, a game that compares, we like to do our verses, is Ghost of Tsushima. And that, like I said, comes out today, uh, but basically is more realistic. There's no jumping, there's no grappling. Um, The fight scenes is basically like Red Dead Redemption, but in a period piece of Japan. So anything like the engine of Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Revolution, all those games, Red Dead uh, Revolver, same type of open world feel, but with like pretty much with Samurais. It's so a very beautiful, one of the best games. It's my last game. I know I'm going I remember mentioning this. Joe Rogan says he plays zero video games, zero. And I'm like, damn, I didn't even play zero video games as a man, Like you know what I'm saying, like, the, like a millennial man. And he said he got addicted. He said that he would play 2K for like 12 hours a day. Mm. And he... I know, and I'm, I'm not at that level, but as far as, like, buying games, I am on that level. I haven't even played—I haven't even finished Sekiro. I haven't even finished Tomb Raider. I haven't even finished a bunch of things. Resident I Evil? Get to them. Yeah, I didn't even get to that. Well, I guess we'll review that or something. I don't even know. Like, we'll touch on it. Whatever the case may be, I need to get to that. I'm. But to, to get through those games, I've made a commitment. I'm done with the sports games. I'm going to stop trying to level up in those. I'm gonna wait until PS5. I know. I don't know why i could try to do that. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish my adventure games. Ghost of Tsushima is gonna be the last one. Beautiful game. I'm happy that it's the last one until I get PS5, which comes out in December anyway. So I got some time. But as long as I don't play the sports games, I should be money. All right, let's move on.
1: It's over nine thousand.
0: What the fuck did I say? And Oscar came up with this title this week. Uh, we were talking about a, a personal situation, and he was like, "Hey, dodge that bullet." And that's what everybody says: "Dodge that bullet." We say it in present tense, so we try to remix our titles, and we're saying, "Dodge that bullet." Don't, d- don't like do it in the past. Be like my error report. Get in front of that motherfucking bullet. So anyway, uh, propaganda. Copaganda, um, we talked about it with Oscar, with Glendale. He lives in pretty much Cop Central. Uh, We try not to get too loud because, you know, we don't want anybody bombing his house like Malcolm X and shit like that. But uh, Copaganda, right now there is an uprising, I believe, like around 200 and something percent of uh, shootings. Uh, Overall crime is fine. There's not a lot of burglaries. There's not a lot of that stuff going on. But shootings is going on. And uh, it's a sample size. Criminology tells you that you can't do by sample size. You can't do by short uh, inferences and stuff like that. But, of course, people love to create narratives. And throughout the newspapers, everybody's posting online. Everybody's resharing. Another shooting. Another shooting. And as a matter of fact, it's coming from most of my cop friends. As a matter of fact, they're cops. They're not even just cop-like blue line. They are actual cops. Wow. And he uh, did one of those poll questions, like, what do you think about all these shootings? And I answered, and I said, and I said the same thing uh, Alexandria uh, Octavia Cortez said. Mm-hmm. She said, when and she's an economist. She has an economy degree. I'm going to go with her. And she said, when poverty goes up, crime goes crime up. Go up. That's like number one rule in criminology. And so right now the courts are like pretty much at a standstill. There's not many cops on the street. They're not defunded by the way yet. Nobody said bankrupt them. I mean, I did probably. But, like, again, I'm down with the middle ground. So it's never going to happen. They're never going to defund the police. They're never going to break them apart like they did, like, before. That's fine. There's too much scrutiny on them. But as far as, like, shootings are concerned, like I said, he put that question, I answered it. He, He posted everybody's answer but mine. Wow.
1: That's crazy. I know.
0: And he's like a big Bernie supporter. Mm-hmm. Yo, once you put on that badge, you're a different person, man. No, it becomes I... like a it's a, becomes like a gang mentality. So like he's trying to scare us. He's trying to be like, see, see, you want to defund the police, and now everybody's getting shot, and that's yeah. irresponsible.
1: And I and I completely agree with you, Vince, because you know what? I get it. The shootings are out of hand. Um, it's it's get it's gone so out of hand that, you know, we're seeing a lot more innocent bystanders, and we're seeing a lot more kids that are getting shot and killed. You know, whether it's Brooklyn, the Bronx. But it's it's because of poverty and because of what's going on, you know. I've been very lucky to maintain my job throughout this whole quarantine, and it's it's something that it's weird to even say because you know it, the last four months have been have been crazy for all of us. We don't know what we have been able to go through, what what we've what we we can even expect, you know. There's talks of another uh, stimulus check, but who knows, you know? And it's just it's just very sad that we're getting all these people who are getting shot innocently, obviously. And you're going to get that right away. You're going to get that quick news where people are going to take advantage and they're going to say, oh, look, we told you we, we were right. So, yeah. yeah fear mongering.
0: You politicizing uh, yeah, shootings. Yep. And you're right. And there was a one-year-old. And, of course, that's terrible. Yeah, we, you don't want that. And, you, and like, that's kind of like Chicago reputation right there, like yeah. a one-year-old getting shot. We don't usually see that. But we're still the safest city per capita in the world. In the world. When you compare us to Tokyo, when you compare us to London, when you compare us to San Francisco, Chicago, we're still the safest. We have 8 million people. As a matter of fact, I was looking at COVID numbers, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't usually do that. We don't usually talk – you talk more about COVID than I do, but it's okay. That's part of the, that's part of life, and I'm glad you do. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the population. So Florida has 21 million people. We have 19 million people. Uh, even though they're very reckless about what they're doing over there, they only have 4,200 deaths. You know how many t- deaths uh, New York State has? Mm-hmm. Thirty-two thousand, holy shit! Thirty-two thousand. So, even though Florida, you see them in the news acting all reckless, they're nowhere near the debts that we've had in this in New York. So, to be honest, we actually handled it worse. No, and you know
1: what? Um, The one thing that they are doing, they are. They are setting record um numbers right now, like the- right
0: now, yeah, and it yeah. will it will get like closer, but I don't think they'll get to thirty two thousand. Yeah, days.
1: and yeah, and yeah. Obviously, it's a bigger state; they're um a lot more extended, so they're not in a cluster of a city like we are yeah. in the city, obviously right. on top You're of right. one another. But it's still crazy, you know. We're seeing all this happening in Florida. I've seen a lot of my fr- a lot of people that I've grown up with. We're taking vacations in Florida right now. While this is going on, I know Miami.
0: I see a lot of people Mexico. I see. Yeah. Oh, our friend Jaime is in Puerto Rico.
1: Yeah. So, you know, one thing I can tell you, Vince, lost that weight
0: by the way. God damn, that dude lost that weight. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> and you know, yeah, it's great. Get healthy, Jaime. I've I've actually lost ten pounds during this whole fucking quarantine. So hey, you know, and and it's and it's really actually it's really great because when I, people I've, notice it, I've been jerking off a lot
0: lately. <laughs> so I lost like five pounds. There's less semen in my balls.
1: So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it actually, it's actually really great when when your family notices when you've lost some weight and you've gotten a little bit in shape. Before this, I was a fat one, you know, I like to drink my beer. But now they're all like, oh, Oscar, what'd you do? You look great. I'm like, yeah, damn right I do. <laughs> so,
0: uh, speaking of propaganda, uh, Brianna Taylor, Kenny Stills went to a, uh, so dodge that bullet. Kenny Will, uh, Stills went to a protest and he got arrested. And he made a great point. He said, how did I get arrested? Before the cops got arrested, who shot Breonna Taylor. So for people that do not know about Breonna Taylor, I don't know if we discussed it. We have mentioned her name, but I don't think we said the full scope of what happened. Um, As a matter of fact, she's from Louisiana, right? That's where it happened? Louisiana. We'll just double back. But keep going. Double back. Yeah, double back. so anyway, she, uh, there was a no-knock order, which is now illegal in that state, I believe, and in a few states as part of the bargaining chip of trying to get police reform. And she was one of their own. She was one of their own. She was another cop. And supposedly there was a allegation that her boyfriend was stealing drugs. They had a no-knock warrant. That means you do not have to knock. They went in. They snuck into their, uh, their home, their residence. The boyfriend woke up, got his registered gun, legal gun, Asked who they were, they did not respond. He shot, they shot twenty times, and they and most of them hit Brianna Taylor. They obviously killed the boyfriend, but I think they killed the boyfriend. Um, but they definitely killed Brianna Taylor. And mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor to this day has not been vindicated. She's not received any justice. There has not been any arrests, and. What the fuck is up with that?
1: And, you know, just to follow up with that, Vince, um, in the city of Louisiana, you can actually, you know, uh, just like he fired a shot, it was a warning shot that he fired. There was no answer. So they came, you know, they came in wrongfully, gun blazing. And it's such a fucked up thing that happened that, you know, I'm seeing this everywhere on Instagram, you know, where people are saying, oh, we're talking about. Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith, but we're still having arrested these people, you know. And it's such a fucked up thing that's still going on. When is it gonna happen? Um, when are we gonna get justice for her? You know, it, it's just It's crazy. It's been over. It's been months. I, yeah. I can't believe
0: it. nothing, literally nothing has been done. Beyonce's wrote written letters. It's been crazy. But um, uh, Harry, uh, tell us the names of the cops that are still at large. Jonathan McNilly. Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove. That's gotcha, it, bitch! Go get the motherfuckers. Louisiana government, law enforcement, if you really feel like all lives matter, then one of your own should matter. If you really feel that all lives matter, then everybody that has a Second Amendment, everybody that has a legal firearm should be protected, too. Their, their Second Amendment rights matter, too. So, let's get the fuck out of here. On that little serious note, you can catch the Keep Up Crew. Asomalo has asomalo underscore artwork. You an art, sorry, not artwork. Then we also have Pokemon Stoner. That's Harry, that's our producer. That's P-K-M-N Stoner. Find him on Instagram. Uh, on our YouTube, please keep subscribing, keep following, keep commenting. We need yeah. lots of comments. We're very engaging. We would love to com- reply to you. We can either debate with you, argue with you, compliment you yourself, compliment your mother, who knows? We can give shout-outs all day. We, we'll do whatever to, to entertain
1: you. And, hey, <laughs> so you man. know what? Just like we tell you guys um, subscribe to our channel, um, we would really appreciate it if you guys can share with your friends and family. Hey, you know, one small click on Facebook, it can open the doors for all of us, and we're just trying to do something that makes us happy. We're trying to do something that's creative, there, especially during this time. So please share as, as much as you can and get us on there.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself. We have Keep Up Shut Up on Facebook. That's our uh, that's our official fan page on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. That is Keep Up NY. You can follow me on Twitter as well, Still Insane. Still Insane on Instagram. You can also get, uh, what else do we have? We have Twitch. We have Patreon. That is Keep Up NY. Then we have John. Like I said, he helps engineer the show. He helps get our graphics. He helps – not the graphics, but he helps get our, our, our audio and visuals for the show. For YouTube, he helped us get launched. Like I said, Neil helped also get our equipment in here for the studio. We were going to record live. We're still intending on doing that. But America's got to get this shit together. So until that happens, we're going to be doing it from here. Follow us on all those things, subscribe, link uh like, comment. That's all you gotta do. So here we go. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up with Oslamalo. And still insane. Over and out, homies. Damn, I sound like Randy Savage.
1: <laughs> <That> is... <laughs> <laughs> <Macho> man. Right? Savage Bluetooth. Alright, let me just not